Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Today's episode is part two of yesterday's episode, No Shame in a Bigger, Sexier Brain with Jim Quick. You know the brain is the largest and most important sex organ, so I figured why not work with one of the world experts on optimal brain performance. Today, I host my good friend Jim Quick, a world expert in speed reading and memory improvement who has trained everyone from Will Smith to Elon Musk. He's host of the top training podcast, Quick Brain. Whether you want to tap the power of your most important sexual organ or just tired of your lover not remembering your weekend plans, this episode will teach you how to be more present and how to focus and sharpen your memory. During this part two, Jim walks us through specific steps to activate a healthy brain and techniques to remember anything from a speech to the details of your first date. You'll be able to follow along as you walk through very specific, impactful, and easy to learn exercises you can use right away. Because hey, a big healthy brain is always sexy. All this and more. Thanks for listening. You often ask me about new ways to connect with your partner and keep things super hot. Well, I've got the solution that will add adventure to your sex life in all the right ways. The Jive from WeVibe is the perfect way to experience discreet pleasure that you can wear alone or have a partner control. It's an insertable vibe that allows you to feel pleasure wherever and whenever. And when you pair it with the WeConnect app on your phone, you can cycle through the Jive's 10 vibration patterns. Wear it on your date night or running errands. Hey, there's no rules. It's also fun to build custom vibes so you experience different sensations or hand control over to your partner and let them surprise you, whether they're across the table or across the country. And because it's from WeVibe, you know this thing is packing the power. To get your jive, visit sexwithemily.com slash WeVibe. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash WeVibe today. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. Thanks everyone for reviewing the show and subscribing on iTunes. I so appreciate it for checking out our website, signing up for our weekly newsletter, which I know you love our newsletter, and also following me on social media. It's all at Sex with Emily on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and Twitter. You can also find my video series I've been doing. I've been doing some sex hacks, some sex tips. I'd love to hear what you think about them. You can find them on YouTube, on Instagram, on my site, and Tweet me at Sex with Emily or email me. Whatever works. I just love hearing from you. Enjoy the show. Okay, so let's jump into the mechanics. How do you do these things? How do you learn faster? How do you read faster? How do you remember more, right? And so our the goal is to be the best version of ourselves. And it starts with our mind because our mind controls everything, right? Our brain controls our relationships, it cre- you know, our career, our health and everything, our habits, everything. So there are four keys to learning any subject or skill faster. What I want everyone to do right now is to think about a subject or a skill. It could be making love, it could be Mandarin, it could be music, it could be martial arts, it could be marketing, anything that you want to learn faster. There are four keys to learning any subject or skill faster. And I want you to remember this, FAST, F-A-S-T. I'm going to go through this rapid okay. fire. All right, so the F stands for forget. And you're like, Jim, I'm, you know, you're a memory expert. Why are you telling me to forget something? One of the reasons people learn slowly is they feel like they know something already. Right. And you know this, right? This is coming back to a beginner's mind. In order to learn something faster, you have to empty your cup so you can learn something new because it's cliche, but it's true. Your mind is like a parachute. It only works when it's opened. All right. So temporarily forget about what you know about a subject. And so, you know, if you're listening to a podcast and it happens to be on one of your, you know, the subjects that Mm -hmm. you're talking about, then if someone knows about that subject, temporarily forget about what they know so they can learn something new. The second thing I would forget about are situational things. So the reason why I say this is like, remember, we can't multitask. So if you're trying to listen to a podcast and do five other things at once, it only gives you about 20% of your resources to be present. People don't learn faster because their attention is split. So you don't want to do that. The third thing I would say to forget and something you could 
could do is just, if something comes in your mind, just write it down. You know, you think about the dry cleaning, you think about mm-hmm. the client stuff, just write it down because you don't want to try not to think about it because what you resist persists. If I tell you don't think of a big pink elephant or a polka dot giraffe, you're going to think about it more, right? So don't try to fight it and just write it down. So forget about situational things. And the third thing you want to forget are forget about your limitations. And what I mean by that is all behavior is belief driven. And a lot of us have the this negative self-talk. We say, oh, I have, I'm getting too old. I have a horrible memory. But I've I never always, been able to in the past remember a name. Exactly. Right. And, and so like I'm horrible with names. But I always tell people, if you fight for your limitations, you get to keep them. Right? If you <laughs> argue, if you heard, argue for your limits, they're yours. Right? And so you want to be very careful with your self-talk. You know, I remember I was... Um, preparing for a marathon, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so my last name really is Quick. I didn't change it I to I love do it, K-W-I-K. I People yes. are like, that's not his name. Yeah. so I didn't change it. It's my father's name, my grandfather's name. But <laughs> my life was pretty much planned out. I had to be a runner back in school, um, which is a lot of pressure when it says yeah. Quick right on right on your shirt. Um, I had <laughs> so, to- Because <laughs> what if you were the slowest, Exactly. Yeah. And, um, okay. and then so I, I have to be careful when I'm driving because the worst name to have in your driver's license when you get pulled over for speeding Quick. is so the bad. name Quick because you're not going to talk your way out of the ticket. And um, I get to do my my mission, which teaches people how to learn faster. But anyway, I was preparing for this marathon, and part of, uh, I was reading this book, and one of the chapters was the psychology, the mental training part of it. And I remember reading this verbatim. It said this, uh, word for word, because I'm a memory expert. It said, um, <laughs> "Your brain is a supercomputer, and your self-talk is a program that will run. So if you tell yourself you're not good at remembering names, you will not remember the name of the next." person you meet because you program your supercomputer not to. And that's why I think it's really important to get rid of your ants, automatic negative thoughts, kill those ants, automatic negative thoughts. We all have them. And we do, we do, right? And so part of it is just like what you said, either just go on like a little fast, right? You know, negativity fast or whatever people call it in terms of the complaining that we do. Adding even a three-letter word, very simple word like yet, also changes the meaning for things. Like, I don't have a great memory yet, right? right. Or something something simple like that. I still say things like this. Obviously, I don't think they ever truly go away, but I'm so much more conscious of it now. Like, I've been trying that in the office with saying I'm sorry. I reflexively say I'm sorry. And it's like about everything. Chicks do this, I think, more than men often. Like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, And so then I started saying I'm sorry, not sorry. So even when I'm in public, I'm like, right. oh, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. So now at least I'm noticing it. I think I am saying I'm sorry a lot less because mm-hmm. I've trained my brain. So whatever your negative thing is, it's okay if you say it as long as you you don't have to publicly take it back because I'll be in weird places. Like I'll be with the waiter. I'm like, sorry, not sorry. And they're like, what? I'm like, it doesn't matter. But I think that just recognizing, even if you pick one negative thought, usually there's an umbrella negative thought and there's a lot of other little ones beneath them. But I think mm-hmm. that's how I've gotten rid of them is by being very clear what they are now. Yeah, Just and I think all, the beginning of all change that. is awareness, awareness, right? And so even when it comes down to food, right? If you're if you're eating a very clean diet, all of a sudden you eat something that's unhealthy, it just stands out just like our negative thinking. And so I would I would be just as concerned with you put in your body um, as we are concerned with what mm-hmm. we put in our body, what we put in our brain, in our mind. And so keep it positive, right? So get rid of the ants. And so, so you get rid of the, the ants. Automatic negative thoughts. Automatic negative thoughts. And so the, you want to forget about these limitations because it's like, you know, it's like the, the what they talk about um, with elephants. Like you see an elephant at a circus and you wonder why it doesn't just pull its way off, in, you know, that rope and that stake in the ground. The reason why is since that elephant's been in a baby, it's been tied to that same rope, to that same stake in the ground. And in the beginning, it would try to, you know, make its way free. It would pull and pull and pull and struggle. But after a few days, maybe a week or two, it learned that it's helpless. So even when it grew into this incredible, you know, animal that could pull down the whole circus tent, it still doesn't because in its mind, it's still that weak. And so that's learned helplessness. Right. And we learned that too. A lot of times it's negative you know, things that we've heard from our parents. And that's what right. we carry into I mean, our life. Negative, negative self body image yeah. or, or even, you know, when it comes, when it comes to, to any of these topics, whether it's sex or, or scholastics, right. it's all the same. We all have these negative beliefs about certain things and all behavior is belief driven. And so we set the thermostat that we talked about, mm-hmm. you know, earlier at a certain level and it just reaches that. And so you want to forget about those things. The A and so F stands for forget. Forget about what you know about a subject, forget about your what's going on situationally, and forget about your limitations. The A in FAST stands for active. 
And this is this is huge, all right? If you wanna be a better learner, if you want a better memory, if you want better focus, you need to be more active. And what I mean by that is if you are overloaded with too much to learn, too little time, it's because you and I and most of our listeners, we all grew up with a 20th century education. Mm-hmm. You know, 20th century education prepared us for a 20th century world, which at the turn of the century was working in working out in farms, working in factories. And it really was like an assembly line. It was like one size fits all, sit quietly by yourself, don't talk to your neighbor. Right. You know, and it just, it was cookie cutter approach to learning. And now we live in a world that's so different right now, right? We live in an age of, autonomous electric cars and spaceships that are going to Mars. But our vehicle of choice when it comes to learning and education is like a horse and buggy. And that's why we feel so slow. Change it, I know. I don't know how. But one of the reasons why is 20th century education was so passive. It was like you're being lectured to and you're supposed to just consume information. But the human brain doesn't learn by consuming. It learns by creating. And so the human mind, it doesn't want to just consume and be lectured to. It wants to create because we are all creators. And so how can you be more active? So active would be, for example, taking notes. Active would be asking questions. Active would be sharing this information and teaching other people. Mm -hmm. Because here's the thing. Learning is not a spectator sport. Learning is not a spectator sport any more than lovemaking is, right? And so it's not a spectator sport. Well, it depends if you're into that kind of thing, but right (laughs) So you, you want to get, you have to roll up your sleeves and you have to get involved to get the benefit. So you want to be active. The S in fast, we already talked about that state, right? And so if you want to learn faster, all learning is state dependent. I would never want to learn something in a dull, bored state because you're not going to retain any of it. So whatever you could do, the up the emotion, either physically or mentally. And one of the best ways is just monitor your self-talk, right? Or change or put a smile on your face or get fascinated. There's a roomy quote that says, sell your cleverness for bewilderment. Like when's the last time we felt bewildered about something, you know, playful about something Mm -hmm. like when even play, like who are the fastest learners? You know, children, right? Children can learn music. How fast can they learn a musical instrument? How fast can they learn a second or third language? And I think one of the reasons why, you know, is because they play all the time. But as we grow older, we stop playing. And I don't think it's because- I think about that. I was like, what happened to recess? Like there was a reason why we could, I always tell them, I'm like, go walk around the block, Jamie. I say that to her all the time. Like just, she's sitting at her desk. And the play is Mark's moving around a lot at the office, but- you could walk too. But Jamie, it's just sitting like, right? But when we had recess as kids, we went out, we huge. played and you come back in. Right. So, like, and even as a kid, it's like, like, you know, you want to go outside and play and later it's like, oh, do you want to go out and hang out or whatever? Right. We change even the words. And so as we grow older, we stop playing. But I don't think it's that way. I think it's the opposite. I think it's, we grow older because we stop playing. Uh, yeah, you know what I, I mean? So it's not like, it's not like we stop playing because we grow older. Maybe we grow older because we stop playing. I think so too. And so add play, that's a state of mind. And when you're playful about something, you're more active. And finally, the T in FAST stands for teach. And this is a huge one. If you want to learn something faster, learn with the intent of teaching somebody else. You know, we've all heard that phrase, those who can't do, teach. Mm -hmm. You know, I never thought it was a negative. Like those who can't do business, teach business, right? I actually thought it was like, oh, if I can't do something, let me teach it. And then by teaching it, I'll learn how to do it. And so let's say like, you know, we're going to go through all these brain hacks right now, but let's say you're listening to this and you're thinking about somebody you wish was listening to this podcast right now with you. Like think about right now, as you're listening to this, one person you think could really benefit from this, right? And so what I would say is imagine yourself having to give a presentation in front of that person tomorrow. You know, would you pay attention differently? Would you concentrate differently? Would you ask better questions? You know, would you take notes differently? Of course you would. Because here's the thing, when you teach something, you get to learn it twice. Right. When you teach something, you get to learn it twice. So not, why not learn with the intent of teaching it? So that's fast. Forget what you know about a subject. Mm. A, be active. S, monitor your state. T, learn with the intention of teaching somebody else. So what I'm going to share with you right now, seven keys for remembering names and faces. I'm going to teach you seven keys for remembering <laughs> names so and faces. Okay. And then I'm going to teach you the 10 things you need to do to unlock what I call your quick brain. Because really, this is not just about mental intelligence. Yes, you'll learn facts and figures and formulas and your friends name faster. But really what I want people to do is not just be more mentally intelligent. I want them to have mental fitness. People don't know this, but one third of your memory is predetermined by genetics and biology. One third of your memory. Okay. Two thirds is completely in your control. So we get to, right. It's yeah, not so about family. Sure you to activate, right. right. So it's genetics. And when I'm talking about, so independent of your age, your background, your career, your education, your financial situation, your gender, your, your IQ, 
but let's go to names and faces real fast. Here's a quick brain hack. So when you're out there, because I see you, you're on stage and afterwards you're mobbed with people, right. right? And they introduce themselves. How do you remember all those names, right? So what I want you to do is I want you to be suave. Be suave. Be suave. Be suave. So you're you're looking in the mirror, <laughs> you're checking your makeup, people are checking, you know, their outfits and everything, and you say to yourself, I'm gonna be suave next time you're out and about, you know, and you want to remember names. The B is believe. Because if you believe you can or believe you can't, either way, you're right. Okay. Right. So you I will believe that I can. Right. And so you need to be able to believe it to be able to achieve it. And that's really the thing. It's not it's not you'll you'll believe it when you see it, it's you'll see it when you believe it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because success is true. an inside out process. So that's the B is believe. Get rid of the negative self talk. The E stands for exercise, right? And because the bad news is it takes effort, the good news is it doesn't take as much as you think. So I'm not saying it's easy, but I'm saying it's gonna be worth it. Because remembering names is so important. Yes. So practice makes progress. Now the suave, the S, the first thing you do is you say the name. So you just literally repeat the name back to them. So common sense, but it's not common practice. But the reason why you say it is because you wanna make sure you observed it correctly. So if a person's name is Ted, you don't wanna say it at the end. You don't wanna say goodbye, Ed, you know, right. 30 minutes later. You wanna get corrected up front. And because lots of times there's ambient noise right. and you're at an event or whatever it is, you say the name. The U is you use the name. Now notice you use it, you don't abuse it. Right, Emily, it's so good to see you. Emily, you want to grab lunch? Emily, Emily, <laughs> right. what do you want to talk about? That would be an abuse, right? Right, abusive and right. slightly creepy, right? Right, you want to use it three or four times in the context of the conversation, right? The A is you ask about a person's name, right? And so this is really neat because you know you're mentioning you know people's names are pretty common, right? Mary. Ted, yeah, or like Bob, one, most me, a lot of men's names, one syllable. Yeah, and they're just weirdly very, hard right. to remember. Right, and so asking about a person's name, you, so when you meet the rare times you meet somebody and their name is unusual, different, maybe 10, 20% mm-hmm. of the time, Afzal, Ridiger, you know, you meet somebody <laughs> with a different kind of name, then you ask about what can you ask about a person's name? I'd be like, oh, that's interesting. Is your fam for exactly. the name from? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I haven't heard what's, that the, what's the origin or who yeah. you named after? How right? do you spell it? What does it mean? Like you could, you know, you could ask yeah, all yeah. these questions. And that's what I would do if somebody's name you haven't heard before. Okay. So like because what's everyone's favorite subject? Themselves. Right, right exactly. <laughs> right. And so the people are flattered. So I was doing a training and at, sex. Exactly. I was doing a training at the um the country's largest life insurance company. About a hundred people in the audience, and the training director's name was Nankita. Nankita. And I was like, wow, it's a beautiful name. How do you spell it? Where's it from? What does it mean? And she paused. I was like, what does it mean? And she said, it means graceful falling waters. And I was like, wow, that's kind of interesting. And then, you know, her coworkers kind of made a little noise. And I was like, how long have you worked here? She was like, you know, five, six years. I'm like, with everyone here? She's like, yeah, a lot of good friends in my wedding. I was like, raise your hand if you knew that's what Nankita's name meant. Out of 100 people, how many people raised their hand? None. None, right? right? And remember, a name is the sweetest sound to a person's ears. So you ask about a person's name, right? And then finally, the V and the E and suave, the V is visualize the name, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, I bet you're better with face. I bet most people are better with faces. I am. I, I remember. Names, I just do. I'm right? a little better. You go that. to somebody, you say, you know, I remember your face, but I forgot your name. Mm-hmm. You never go to someone and say the opposite. You never go right. to someone and say, hey, I remember your name, but I forgot <laughs> right. your face. Right. right? That wouldn't happen. make any sense. Right. Um, because you have your visual cortex is large is, is is larger than the other areas and so we tend to remember what we see there's a chinese proverb that says what i hear i forget what i see i remember what i do i understand what i hear i forget i heard the name i forgot the name right. what i see i remember i saw the face i remember the face and going back to doing and practice exercise it, right. i understand right and so if you tend to remember what you see then try seeing what you want to remember so this is really easy to do with those single like those single syllable names that you mentioned you know you mentioned someone named jim you just imagine them literally just at the gym and it sounds so silly in third grade but again children learn fast right they have right. imagination so if a person's name for example is mary imagine you meet someone mary at mary, mary right? right and then all of a sudden you imagine like two lambs underneath her arms <laughs> and just like and he makes you laugh but even if right so i'd be like oh mary two and then the next time i saw her like in a month and i'd be like that was literally. mary so watch watch okay. watch this so long there's a difference between long term and short term right you want to make sure you get the short term <sighs> because my my goal with you right now is Tell to me. overcome what i call the six second syndrome Six-second syndrome is you learn something. Somebody gives you a passcode, right? They give you their phone number. They give you their their name. You have six seconds to do something with that name. Otherwise, what happens? It's like gone. gone in the ether, right? And so you need something to be able to capture it. So if a person's name is Mike, imagine them jumping on the on the tables and singing on a microphone. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, that's very childish. Yes, and that's why children learn so 
quickly, right? How many people had their name, you know, made fun of growing up as a kid? Right, a lot you know? of kids I, did, yeah. Everybody does. Or they make, you know, like they make fun of your name. And now like David is in therapy because he was called David the David. And right, David, right. He doesn't even know what a David is and he's right. in therapy for like 10 years. Exactly, he know. it sticks with you, right. right. And that's, that's how, but that's how kids remember things. They make fun of, they use their imagination. And so what I would say is um, it, it's memorable. So meet someone named David, for example. I meet someone named Everyone's David. Everyone's name is David And I too. imagine myself literally just taking a slingshot and just hitting him in the nose. Imagine every time you met a David, you would just put a sling, you know, a sling. Now, David, why would I use a slingshot? David and what? Goliath. David and Goliath. Yeah. So that would remind me of that. And so every single time you're like, every, yeah, no, but this is Do you ever go Goliath? I mean, no. David to them? Right. So you're true. <laughs> so then you would have to go through a totally different right. training. But, but here, <laughs> I here's- I need a different training. But your true memory yeah. knows the difference though, right? right? You just need something to focus So do you do that automatically? Is it automatic? Auto- automatically. But here's the thing. You should do this. First of all, when I'm it's hitting- fun. Da- like I'm, I'm excited hitting, now to go out. When I'm hitting David in, you right. know, in the nose with a slingshot, I do, I'm doing this in the privacy- of my of own mind, right? I'm not sharing this with David. And so when I'm at a party, right? You and I see each other at a lot of mm-hmm. gatherings and stuff like that. I see Mary holding lambs. I see David like that. I see Bob bobbing for apples. I see all, I see Carol, Christmas caroling. So do you, throw, for these names, you do have, I literally, Matt? What do you do for Matt? Because every guy's name is Matt. Right. And so this is the thing. Is I was Matt always, like a doormat or yes. something? And so imagine meeting Matt and you're using their, their tie for a doormat, right? And so here's the thing. It's always one-to-one. Whenever you meet a Matt, you always use doormat. Whenever you meet, you know, someone named anything. If you meet someone named David, I always use a slingshot. Whenever I meet someone Mike. named Mary, Mike, microphone, right? I always oh, use the same already. thing, right? Okay. But you never want like, so So if a person's name is John, you could picture what? Bathroom. Okay, great, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that works, right? Okay. Now in your, in your mind, so anytime you meet John, that's what you always associate. And then here's the magic, right? Once you know their name, it's only a means to an end. Once you have the end, which is knowing their name, the means disappears. The pictures disappears. It's just meant to get you to focus on the name and the person. It's good. I and once you know it, you disappear. And what I would recommend people like, well, how do I hack that and make it even better? What I would do is I would go, because I know you have listeners all around the world. I would go on you know, your government census bureau, find the most used names. Like, and, you know, they, they list all the hundred top mm-hmm. most popular baby names and everything for that year or whatever. And just come up with pictures for the top hundred. If you did that, for example, in the wow. U.S., and you just look at all the the top, you come up with a picture like ten names a day for ten days, right? And for, for male names, if you come up with a picture for those names, like James is Jam or whatever, mm-hmm. then you have the you have pictures for sixty percent of the male population in the U.S. I mean that's just smart, right? Right. For for female names, top hundred is like forty percent because there's you know more creativity and mm-hmm. such. But that's that's working smart. And then every time you meet somebody, you use those pictures. So, so that's, that's what visualization. You do, that's that's and then, very helpful. And then finally, the E in Suave stands for end, end meaning you end the conversation using their name, right? Because if you could walk into a a room and meet twenty strangers and leave saying goodbye to every single one of them by name. Who do they all remember? Right, you. You're the good guy. They don't even know who you right, are. Right, because that's like, a, like, I that's this. a standout skill. Because right, before you sell anything, what do you sell? Yourself. Yeah. No, the- I get it. That's that is like that could just have saved me. That is helping me a lot. I see that. I go to conferences. I do things. I'm like, what's their name? And we've all been out with like our dates. Our friends were like, you whisper, like introduce yourself, like hear over their name. Like how right. many people have done that? Like you got to tell your name, right? So, God, if we could solve this problem. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying to be better with names. Remember, mom. Remember. How about facts that come in randomly? Like I have this obsession, but I got to write everything down and then I forget where I wrote it. But like you're saying, like in relationships, yeah. we're saying if someone says, okay. because one of my big things when it came out in a relationship, I'll give you an example. I was dating someone years ago and I said I would get the cake for his birthday and I was on an email with 20 of his friends. Yeah, I'll tell you. And I emailed, I said, you guys, I got the cake because he was my boyfriend. Yeah. And I was like, great. And then I remember... The day before, we were going to the beach in San Francisco. We were going to Stinson Beach. If any of my friends are listening to this, you guys all know this incident. It was a very dark time. But we were, we were going, and I'm like, oh, but I got to get like a bikini wax for it because we're going to the beach. I'm like, oh, but then I got to do this. It's not because I'm a selfish girlfriend. I thought I'd get the cake after the bikini wax. And then after Charlotte wanted to stop at Walgreens and then whatever. And then all of a sudden, we're on the road to go to the beach. I'm like, my mind's going, oh, shit, I didn't get the cake. Even though it was on my mind for two days, the cake, the cake, the cake. And then we're driving there and there's no turning back. I'm like, okay, at dinner, yeah. I will run out and get the cake. So anyway, he's like, uh, my therapist thinks you have ADD. How did you forget the cake? So how do you not forget? The, and that's a really extreme mm-hmm. example. I can't, I still feel I'll bad give, now. You. If I tell you I'm going to get the cake, Perfect. you probably need to back up. But yeah. I'll, and uh, I loved him. It wasn't that I was trying to pass. I'm like, I was, I love mm-hmm. John. Yeah. Great. I mean, it's just, we weren't taught how to do this. Right? right. And because nowadays we don't have to, because we have smart <laughs> devices and everything. And when you're driving, a lot of times 
you can't write things down because you're right. driving or, you know, you're in the shower or I don't know why people would call you in the, in the shower, but it's the same kind of thing. You like, you go to the grocery store to buy one thing, you come back with two bags of yeah, groceries you needed, right? with, you forgot that one thing that you need to do. Right. And so we all feel absent-minded. I'll, I'll give you actually, I'll give you a solution for this. I'll give you one tool, like one quick tip. Let's take a quick break to give a shout out to our amazing sponsor. And we will be right back. If you've been listening to the podcast, it should come as no surprise that women typically take longer to orgasm than men. This, my friends, is called the orgasm gap, and now there's something you can do about it. There's a topical treatment, it's called Promescent, and it enhances men's ability to last longer. No pills, no prescription, and no questionable claims. Developed by urologists, Promescent isn't your typical delay spray. Instead of simply relying on chemicals that numb everything, it leaves you with plenty of sensation. Enhancing your experience is easy. You just apply it to the underside of the penis before sex. And unlike other products, once Promescent is absorbed, it won't transfer to your partner. It's FDA compliant and clinically proven to help men last up to 64% longer. So give Promescent a try. To learn more or order yours, just go to sexwithemily.com slash enhance. That's sexwithemily.com slash E-N-H-A-N-C-E today. All right, so I'm going to give you a tool, a memory tool right now on how to memorize speeches and facts, like really fast, okay? So... This is attributed to Simonides. 2,500 years ago in ancient Greece, they didn't have teleprompters and smart devices and printing presses. They had to have a great memory. And so he was giving the, uh, a poetry reading. And when he was done, he left the building. Something really tragic happened. The building collapsed and killed everyone that was there. And he was a lone survivor. And as being the lone survivor, he had the responsibility of helping the family members identify their loved ones. But he was able to do so because he remembered where all of them were sitting. And aren't you like this also? Can't you remember like at dinner, like who was sitting to your left, who was sitting to your right? Because human memory, we remember things in locations. We remember things in time and space. Because back in, um, as a hunter-gatherer, you didn't need to memorize passcodes and numbers. You need to remember where things were. You need to remember where's the clean water, where's the fertile soil, where's the enemy tribe, where's the the, the crops and everything, right? Because that was your survival. So we store information in space. So watch, watch this. I'm going to take a place that, um, oh, okay. <laughs> I could fix your list back um, when you're going back there in terms of getting a bikini wax uh-huh. and then also the <laughs> cake and also Charlotte. You remember all this? Yeah. Right? I'm going to show you how to be able to memorize the, your, okay. your to-do list. I'm also going to show you how to be able to memorize a speech without notes because it's the same exact technique. I need this so badly. All right, so this is called the loci memory, okay? Loci? Loci. Loci meaning location, meaning we store information in spaces that we're familiar with. So what this technique is basically saying is take your home, a place you're very familiar with, your home, your body, your office, and why not, since you're so familiar with it in your mind, store the information you want around those places. So take the first piece of information stored in the first place, the second piece of information in the second place, the third piece of information in the third place. By the way, have you ever got in an argument and go, sorry, sorry, in the first place this, in the second place Mm -hmm. that, that's where it came from. That languaging came from that 2,500-year-old memory technique where people used to store information in imaginary places inside their mind. Now, that technique has disappeared, but that languaging, the linguistics Uh is still there. Let's do this actually interactively. Sorry. So everybody right now, we're going to go through an exercise. It'll take a couple minutes. So we're going to go through it, a quick visualization exercise. So I train a lot of actors. A lot of the top TED Talks, I train them on how to give a speech without notes. Right now, you don't want to know a, a speech verbatim, right? Because you want it to sound authentic, you want it to sound natural, but you want to know the key points to your speech because you know this, right? If you're going through um, points to your speech and then somebody asks a question, you go to answer them and you come back, you're like, just like you know, like where was where I? Where was I? Right? right. But here, you know exactly where you are. So we're going to take ten points to a speech and we'll put in ten different places. Okay. Then I'll walk you through. Now. Remember I said in the beginning, I said one third of your memory is predetermined by genetics and mm-hmm. biology, but two thirds is your control. Let me tell you the 10 things that are in that two thirds. There are 10 things that activate what I call your quick brain. All right, so I'm gonna go through them really fast. Okay. So if you want a strong memory without even using technique, do these 10 things. So number one is a good brain diet. So there's certain foods that are really good for your brain, certain mm-hmm. foods that make you spastic. You can't focus. It makes you, you know, have memory lapses. But there's certain foods that are really good for your brain. Avocados, blueberries, broccoli, coconut oil, eggs, green leafy vegetable, salmon or sardines, you know, turmeric, walnuts, dark chocolate, all good for your brain, right? So good brain diet. You are what you eat, right? Number two, 
killing ants. We talked about this. Mm -hmm. The second thing you want to be able to do is get rid of negative thoughts because it's not good for your brain. Uh, Because you're, you know, we we talked about here's here's the thing. When you say, when remember I was saying you fight for your limitations, you get to keep them. When you're saying, oh, I'm too old, I don't get this. This is really my family. I'm just so forgetful. Whatever it is, I'll never do it. I always failed. Right. right. All of that. Your mind is always eavesdropping on your self talk. Your mind is always eavesdropping on your self talk. So you want to keep it positive. So number two, killing ants. The third key to activating your quick brain is exercise. All right, because anything good for your heart is going to be good for your head, right. blood flow, and everything, oxygen to your brain. So people who move more physically will always research, always shows this. They'll have better focus, mental acuity. They'll do better on memory. Oh, it's true. When I don't work out before a show or any day, but if I don't work out every day, I I truly feel that difference. Because yes. I used to run marathons. Like I need the intensity of it. I need to yes. move every day. And that's what exercise is key. The fourth key to unlocking your quick brain are brain nutrients. And that's supplementation. So if you're not getting it from your diet, because if you could do everything and a technique might not work because you just, you're short on DHAs, you know, omega-3s, right? Or B vitamins. So supplement. Um, On top of that, number five is a positive peer group. Right, because who you spend time with is who you become. Right, so true. The we five are, people you spend time with. Yeah, the the, we are the average of the five people we spend time with. Totally. Going back to those mirror neurons, because it's even our habits. Like they'll say it's not even like um, like whether or not you smoke or not has less to do with your biological networks and more to do with your social networks. So it's not just your neurological networks, but it's your social networks. It's like, does your friend's friend smoke? Mm-hmm. That's more likely to influence right. you, right? Because who you spend time with is who you become. But you know this, you know, we, even, you know, whether it's it's dating or it's our social circles, it's just some people are have, they're encouraging, they're challenging, they're kind, you know, they're cheerleading for us. And other people are like energy vampires. Right. I want to tell people to really, this one I think is very important because if you have a lot of friends or people around you and you're like, why is it so toxic or my work environment's toxic? I'm not saying necessarily to get rid of everybody, but it's important to look at because you might be part of the problem too if you're seeing a lot of things come up in your life. But mm. or if you're just people and you might outgrow people, you might pe- keep people around because they're family. But I think that that is something that's so important to really pay attention where you spend your time, who you look up to. Um, that's just something because that- our those mirror neurons again going to you know brain is is we start imitating them and we start adopting their habits and their beliefs and then their values in terms right. of what's possible. So it helps to be able to come out of it. There, on a side tangent, there's a book called The Structure of Scientific Revolution that basically says all innovation comes from somebody outside the industry. So it is well, it's Elon Musk looking at automotive or fashion or technology or something. It takes because it because if you grew up in an industry, you also have the same limitations and limiting beliefs that come with it. That's you, so you. Right. You take somebody from the outside and be like, so hey, true. why aren't we doing it this way? But a lot of it is who you spend time with is who you become. Mm-hmm. So a positive peer group. I think people are basically, you know, some people are batteries included, but there's some people, batteries <laughs> not included and they, they steal your batteries and that's a challenge. <laughs> right. So that's number five is a positive peer group. Right. It's good for your brain. Number six is a clean environment. That's huge, right? Your offices are amazing. I love it here. It's <laughs> inspiring. The great light here because you know you clean because your external world is a reflection of your internal world, and you know this. Yes. Like when your desk is cluttered or your laptop is you know all like full and everything else, you have a cluttered mind also. But yeah. when you clear it out, you have clarity also. So the success is sometimes the outside-in process also. That's number six. Number seven is sleep. This is huge, right? Because there's this sleepless epidemic, and the reason why, why sleep is, is so was important was this sleepless epidemic well it's an epidemic now but i don't feel like people were always complaining about sleep yeah and i think a lot of it has to do with our digital devices how about caffeine the fact that we never used to drink as much caffeine yeah you're not supposed to have caffeine past 2 2 p.m but like we used to have one cup in the morning like 30 years ago right and there's starbucks and now everyone i don't know i know i i I agree and digital everything i think digital i think the world we live in right now the amount of electromagnetic fields that are out there it's just there's so much stuff that are vying for attention and so what i would say is Sleep is so important because number one, it's where you clear out plaque out of your brain that leads to Alzheimer's and dementia. Um, so that's important. Number two, it's where you consolidate short to long-term memory. So all those all-nighters aren't helping. It's better to get sleep. Third reason, as I talked about before, is remembering your dreams because you need you, know, you, hear more about that you need too. to be able what to sleep to dreams? get in. You need to be able to get into that REM stage where you're actually dreaming, but you're not getting it if you're shortchanging your sleep. And so make sleep a priority. Like literally. Kind of side note: Do you remember your dreams every single night? I, I don't remember all my dreams, but I no, certainly but remember one. Or yeah, two. I do a process. We, we the next episode we put, we're putting out is one on lucid dreaming, and this is where you can actually control your dreams, where you're actually lucid, aware that you're dreaming, and that way you get the the physiological benefits of sleep, but you can actually do stuff inside your That's mind. That's really cool. That would be on the quick stuff. brain, quick brain podcast. Quick brain. K W I K. Yep. 
So, <laughs> so sleep is so important for all those reasons, you know, for health reasons, right. for long-term memory, for your dreaming also as well. So, but you have to make sleep a priority. Like, because if you're not sleeping, you're not at your best. Like literally you have to sleep your way to the, t- to the top mm-hmm. because that's, that's, that's the goal. Because if you're like, you could do everything else right, but if you're not getting a good night's sleep, how are you, how's your mind the next day? How's your focus? How's your memory? You can't solve problems. You can't do anything. No, you can't. Right? It's terrible. And so, you know, so for me, you know, you want to go to bed at the right time. You want to be able to, you know, in the early, before midnight is always better because it count, it, you get deeper, deeper rest that way. Blackout curtains, because you're, you're, your, it's not just your your eyes. Um, it's also your you have photoreceptors on your skin too. So even any little bit ambient lights could throw you off also as yeah. well. They put like little like red lights behind like somebody's kneecap, and they'll it'll actually affect their sleep. Wow, I mean, okay. it's things really. I'm working on that yeah. blackout curtains. In my so house. so yep. the yep, blackout yep. curtains are really good. Um, get rid of the digital devices. That's a big thing. Screens, right? Anything with a screen that's emitting blue light is really bad because it, it stops the secretion of melatonin, which is helps you to relax and go to sleep. So when you're looking at your phones, your iPads. How about not looking at your phones and iPads before, like an hour before sleep or two hours? A couple hours beforehand because, or if you're going to use your computers or something, then use like the, you know, a lot of your phone has that dimming devices Mm -hmm. or flux on your computer or something that gets rid of the blue or where the, the, the blue blocking. What about those sun, glasses? The glasses? Those work? Do you yeah, wear? they do. I do. So when do you, you wear them? Do you wear them at night? Okay. Nighttime, especially if I'm on a digital device, because you want to train your brain. And so anything. Else, and we we did four episodes on hacking <laughs> sleep because it's such an important topic. Yeah, when it comes you've to hacked your brain. it, Jim. You've come through. A yeah, lot I've of had sleeping. some serious sleep issues, sleep apnea, and I've I've tried everything. So right. like this is make sleep a priority. And so that's number seven. Number eight for quick brain is uh, brain protection. So basically protect your brain. It's very fragile. You know, it's just like all the concussions people get, the accidents, they're not wearing their helmets, especially right. for your kids. Do that. I had a dream last night that I was on a bike. I just remembered I was going to say, and I was not wearing a helmet. And um, I was like, it's cool. I'm not going to fall. Anyway, <laughs> no one cares about other people's dreams. And stuff. But anyway, I was in LA riding a, a bike with, okay, go ahead. No, that, I'm I, so I, glad. I, I, I thought you remember my there, dreams. There you go. <laughs> Thank God. Okay, good. So the um, so wear a helmet. Number eight, number nine is uh, new learnings. And so if you want a quick brain, dedicate yourself to lifelong learning. It was interesting. It was on the cover of Time Magazine. They did a study on super nuns, not super like super nuns. Super nuns, like they were living. They were just long. It was a longevity study. These women were living ninety and above, and they wanted to find out what was the key to them living longer. And they said half of it had to do with their gratitude and their their faith, but the other half had to do is they were lifelong learners. Like literally, they were learning every single day. And because of it, it added years to her life. But not only just years to her life, added life to their years. Yeah. Because you know, that's what you really want, right? You don't, The goal is not to just do her older. It's, it's, to, it's to maintain your vitality, your, your cognitive abilities, and so on. That's number nine. And finally, number 10. This is a big one. This is stress management. Oh, yeah. All right. Because, and I put that out there because it's like the, it's, it's the elephant in the room because we don't realize... It's, we're like fish in water. We don't see the water right. because it's there all the time. We don't realize how much stress we're under on a chronic. Like we normalize stress. it, right? Right. Until we're on like a beach somewhere, we don't. We're getting a massage. We don't realize how much tension we have, you know, in our mind and body uh, because it's just there all the time. And so, do you have coping mechanisms to get out of stress? You know, whether it's meditation or it's massage or it's red wine, whatever it is <laughs> that sex, whatever gets you sex you and know, red wine out of good. out of stress because that is it that'll that'll kill your cognitive abilities. anxiety is one of the biggest killers of our sex drive but the more sex you have the less stress you're going to feel guys so just think about that choice so when you're thinking about not having sex right now because you're too anxious when you have sex you will be less anxious right okay i love it so those are the so, so those are the 10 keys for unlocking your quick brain so imagine this combining everything we talked about the power of teaching other people giving a speech without notes imagine now you had to give us a, a ted talk uh, right which is on, the, which is on my bucket list right imagine you had to give a ted talk specifically though on the 10 things we just learned right because most people right now they're listening to this in the car they're at the gym they're like oh i wish i would have wrote uh, that down now the reason why i went through this is don't not don't quiz me now notice notice you know, don't I, quiz me I, like I bill clinton's grandpa right now because <laughs> i'd be so <laughs> so that was really good. So so the whole thing here is people, it's in one ear, out the other. It's just like, you know, our significant others, we're dating, everything else. You're like, oh, did you take out the garbage? Like, in, people, How do you like, not remember my come, friend Jenny? I exactly. told you about her all the and time, people right? Come to me all the time. And they post it on, like, we have this private Facebook group for our our podcast, people post questions. And a lot of women will say like, how can I trust a guy who can't remember to, you know, to take out the garbage? How can I trust him with something actually important or whatever right. it is? And so that's why memory is so important. But here's the thing. There is no such thing as a good or bad memory. 
there is no such thing as a good or bad memory. There's just a trained memory and an untrained right. memory. And I think most people are untrained. Right. I'm not even trained. You're a, learned, teaching me a lot And here's the thing. Right a memory is not even something you have. A memory is not something you have. It's something you do. It's like this. You don't have focus. You do focus. You don't have creativity. You do creativity. You don't have a memory. You do memory. Just like when it comes to love. Like you don't have love. You do love because it's an actual process, mm-hmm. right? It is a process. And so when, once Lust you, is not what we're talking about. That's right. not a process. Love is a process. So when you take it and turn it into a process, it becomes, it becomes something that's living and it, it becomes a recipe. So you could duplicate that. So it's like when people get like stuck and they're like, oh, I have writer's block or I'm just not feeling creative or motivated. You don't have motivation. You do motivation. And so that's why I love in term, when it comes to learning, it's a verb and it's not a noun, mm-hmm. right? And so the goal here is to change turn things into processes and step-by-step strategies. So let's come up with a process for memorizing a speech. Let's say you need to remember these 10 keys that we mm-hmm. just talked about. Most people don't remember it because they are working out or they are listening to this. And I, I, a lot of people like listen to, to you probably yeah. when they're taking a bath, a lot, right? Yeah, or, they're the, the, or when they're at work, which I right. always amazes me. I'm like, is that yeah. a really good day or is it a distracted day? Exactly. And they, and they can't write work. it down. So how would right. they retain this information? Yeah. So this is, we'll teach you what you asked for, how to remember facts and also how to... Uh, how to give a speech without using notes, right? And so this is the location method that we talked about. You know, this Greek order 2,500 years ago would store information in different places. So this is what you do. Um, I'll walk you through, because everybody would normally use their home, but since we're doing this all together, let's use my office. Okay. Okay. So we have an office, um, I'm here in LA, but we also have an office in Westchester, New York, which is a suburb of New York City, right? Mm-hmm. North of the city. So I want to imagine everybody do this, if it's safe for you to do, just, just, um, Take, close your eyes mm-hmm. if you can. If not, then keep your eyes open, obviously, if you're driving or something Don't like that. Don't close your eyes if you're driving, yeah. If you're on a treadmill, do not close your eyes. But just imagine that you're you're on a plane and you're going to Westchester Airport, you land, and even if you can't imagine this, imagine you can imagine this, okay? <laughs> you land in the airport, car picks you up, you're in the back seat, you go to my office, and it's a big glass building surrounded by trees, all right? And when you get out, I'm going to name 10 places in my office and I'm going to put the 10 keys where I lock your quick brain, one in each place. So you get out in the first place, the parking lot. So, and just repeat after me as you're listening to this. What's the first place? It's, it's parking the parking lot. lot. Good. And that's your verbal memory. And when you get out in the parking lot, I want you to imagine the first brain tip, which is a good brain diet. So I want you to imagine all the brain foods waiting for you in a buffet there. And you get into a big like brain food fight and you're throwing avocados and salmon and you know, like I just pictured oil. a bunch of broccoli and avocados. And, like Perfect. when I pull up, it's a green dry, it's a green parking lot. Perfect. Whatever okay. you picture and everyone could do this. Yeah, you guys you can do your up, own. I don't want to so feed perfect. you. So every no, lines. no, it's great. So you have lots of different, you know, creative um, answers here. So just, you have the good brain diet waiting for you. You walk over the second place. It's a bridge. It goes over like, we have like, like this waterfall creates this moat around the, the building, but the second place is a bridge. So the second place is what? Bridge. It's the bridge. And I want you to imagine as you're crossing the bridge, the second brain tip, killing ants. So I just imagine what are you doing? Oh, I'm stepping, stepping on, on those, those negative, automatic, automatic negative, negative thoughts. thoughts, right? And you're stepping on the ants. You would never do that. No. It's going to help your brain. Mm-hmm. You get into the building and um, you get into the third place, which is the elevator. So everybody, not just Emily, what's the third place? Elevator. elevator, right? And you get into the elevator in the third place, exercise. So I just imagine you, your trainer is in the elevator with you. You're doing your hot yoga. You're doing your CrossFit, whatever. Mm-hmm. You're lifting weights, calisthenics. I'm jumping on it to make sure it's okay. Like Great. Elevator, yeah. And whatever you're doing, just to imagine sure that exercise. You remember right. exercise number three. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, get out of the elevator. Fourth place is the hallway. What's the fourth place? Hallway. And you want to remember brain vitamins. So I want you to imagine just all these bottles of brain vitamins coming at you. And you're like Laura Croft or Indiana Jones. You're just jumping over the brain vitamins. So ginkgo biloba, vitamin B. Um, you know, you have your your mm-hmm. your DHAs, your omega-3s. You're jumping over brain vitamins. Mm-hmm. Okay, you open a door to my office. Immediately to the left is the fifth place, which is the closet. What's the fifth place? Closet. Closet. And inside the closet are your your positive peer group, your happy friends. I want you to imagine all your happy friends are in the closet. Mm. All right. And then you're like, see all your friends, all all, all your happy friends, they're celebrating in the closet. You see that? Mm-hmm. All right. You leave the closet. You go to the sixth place is the receptionist. What's the sixth place? Receptionist. And the receptionist is cleaning the environment, clean the environment, mopping, like vacuuming, mm-hmm. bleaching everything, clean environment. Everything has its place. Yep. Behind the receptionist is the seventh place is the fish tank. What's fish the seventh tank. place? Fish tank. Very good. And the fish, they're sleeping. That's to remind you, get sleep. So I want you to see Nemo, Dory. They look dead, but they're just sleeping. They're Thank sleeping. God. The fishes are sleeping. No dead the, fish in the office. Just yeah, Nemo's fish. in their 
is in pajamas <laughs> in the bunk bed snoring just i mean just build it out right okay and notice like you don't have to repeat it like traditional learning in school was like repetition right. it's like over and over you have to repeat something 50 times you just see this once you'll remember it okay right? yeah and then from the because you're using the power of your imagination the uh, eighth place is the door so what's the eighth place the door to the classroom mm-hmm. and the door is locked so you put on a helmet that reminds you to wear a helmet brain protection protect your brain mm-hmm. and you headbutt the door open and it splinters and shatters open you would never do that but it reminds you of brain protection the ninth place is the whiteboard. What's the ninth place? The whiteboard. Great. And um, I'm there and I'm writing the ninth tip, which is new learning. So I'm literally writing the words new learnings on the whiteboard Mm -hmm. in your favorite color marker. What's your favorite color? Say it out loud. Green. Great. And whatever your favorite color listening, that's the color. You guys can choose your own. Right. New learnings, right? New learnings. New learnings. And then finally, the last thing is um, on the side of the classroom, I have all these bonsai trees, you know, these Japanese plants. And so bonsai tree is number 10. I want you to remember bonsai tree. stress management. Stress management. Oh, So God. imagine okay. imagine you're meditating. Imagine you're getting the, your best massage on the bonsai trees. The best massage of your life on the bonsai trees. Right? Whatever okay. gives you, gets you out of stress. Okay. Love making on the bonsai trees though. All right? You see that? Mm-hmm. All right. Now, everybody, you are on stage. You're on the stage of your life. And you need to remember, oh, what were the 10 keys for unlocking my quick brain? Just walk around my office. So what was the first place in my office? Parking lot. And what was there? Uh, uh, eating, eating healthy. Yeah. Healthy food, brain yeah. food. All the brain food. That's perfect. Number <sighs> okay. one. There we go. Oh, yeah, so yeah, good. yeah. This is my next speech. I'm good. The second, the second, yours. the second place is you walked over the what? Bridge. The bridge. And what did you do? What negative you thoughts. Yeah. Automatic negative thoughts. Kill those ants. Automatic Kill negative thoughts. Very ants. good. In order yep. too. The third place is you got into the, um, you get in the building. You get into the what? Elevator. Elevator. What do you do in the elevator? Exercise. Exercise. Third brain keys is is as your body moves, your brain grooves. Exercise. Mm-hmm. You get into the fourth place. Out of the elevator is the what? Receptionist. Hmm? No, the receptionist. No, sorry, hallway, hallway. Oh, nice. And I'm jumping over the the uh, supplements for my brain. Yeah, brain supplements. That's number four. And then you open the door <laughs> to the classroom. Immediately to your left is that is the is the what? Is that the receptionist cleaning? No, I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, I think to the left of the. When or, you walked into the office, immediately to your. What well, was the whiteboard? But you're going out of order because I think the receptionist was before that. I don't know. Well, I think it was not to not to. No, no, no. The you're, receptionist. Maybe not, but I feel like what she was, was before, outside her office. What was before the um, receptionist? So we, the hallway. The hallway. I jumped over brain vitamins. You and you opened the hall and you went into the. And then, but you classroom. know your office better than I do. Is yeah, the cla- that's true. So I walk into the classroom, and then there was the whiteboard that says "Keep Learning" or something. Yeah, it does. It says all that. <laughs> all right, let's let's. <laughs> yeah, 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 we keep yeah. learning, but then the receptionist thinks, "God, wait, wait, she what, cleans." What, what was after the? She's cleaning my environment. Oh, the closet. All right, great. So number five. All the number five, happy, supportive friends. Right. Number five is is your positive, supportive friends. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yay. And then from there, you um, is after the uh, closet is who? Who's uh, who's after closet? Was that that? There's a receptionist? Yeah, receptionist. Oh, the receptionist. And the receptionist with what? She is cleaning, making sure there's a clean environment. Yeah, clean environment. That's good for your brain. That That's number six. Wow, we're more than halfway through at 60%. I, this is the most that's amazing. I've, I've ever Behind the receptionist is what? Um, What's right behind the receptionist? There is, oh, this isn't the bonsai trees because those are outside, but there's something else behind her. Oh, fish, dead fish. Yes, you have the fish tank. Very good. What are the fish doing, Emily? They're dead. They're sleeping. They're sleeping. They're not dead. You would not have dead fish, but they're just sleeping. They're taking a nap. And it's just to remind you to get sleep. To get good sleep. Yeah, Sleep is so important. Yes. And sex helps with sleep. Sex helps with sleep. It does. Okay, so that's number seven. After that, you get to the uh, eighth place, which is the, the door. And how did you get inside the door? I kicked it open. No. Oh, oh, with with my helmet. Yes, to yes, To protect exactly. my brain. Yes, you kicked it open with your helmet. Awesome. This is so fun. Yeah, so that's brain protection. And then from there, in front of the, we're almost done. Number nine is right in front of the room is the ninth place is what? What's right in front of the room? Is it the bonsai tree? I got a little. <laughs> I know, because we're, we're at the tail end and I, I was saying Wait, in terms of. Your... The ninth was. You said it oh, already. The bonsai tree? The whiteboard. The yeah, thing. whiteboard. Oh, the whiteboard so, was learned. 
always keep, yeah keep learning always be all learning the, all, the, all the new learning so that's number nine and so nine is is always keep learning and finally number ten was the the tree the bonsai trees the bonsai what, trees what are you doing management for stress and anxiety yes very nice I, know, dude, I yeah, did yeah, it yeah, that's very cool oh my god nice. okay right this now, is good now by the way now now so that's how you memorize a speech you want to capture the keywords because you know your stuff you just need the keyword to prompt you it's true of what you need to remember so you take it turn it into a picture because we think in pictures remember you turn names into pictures it's the ultimate tip I love that T-I-P turn into picture because we remember what we see and then you put it in the place and then you remember because then your home becomes a filing system for the things you want to remember so you use your home you go from you know the the kitchen to the dining room to you know you go room right. to room I mean unless you're in a, like in New York in your studio right. apartment like you just go room or room. your body you said you could use your, use body, your body left so, hand so right for example hand. Right. perfect example right let's say we have this sex with Emily uh, party, you know, for a barbecue at your at your home, right? And you're really excited about it. And you call Lars. You're like, can you pick, please pick up these ten things? Mm-hmm. Or no, she calls you, Uh-oh. but you're Shoot. but you're driving, right? And you can't write it down. Or you're in the shower, right? Uh-huh. And you can't write. It, I don't know why you'd be picking up your phone in the shower, but you, we're somewhere where you can't write it down. And she's like, here are the ten things we need for the barbecue for our party, for our team party, for our listener right. party, our fans. And can you pick up these ten things? So instead of putting it in your home or my office, put it on your body. So I'll have 10 places on your body. You ready? Mm-hmm. So one is the top of your head. So mm-hmm. just do this with me. Just, okay, just touch the top. Mm-hmm. All right. So watch, watch this. Really fast. Okay. We're gonna take ten places. We're gonna take ten places on your body to help you remember your grocery list. Okay. Right. Uh-huh. And this happens all the time in relationships. Hey, yeah. can you go to the store and buy this? Yeah. Right. Number one is top. Uh huh. So do this. One top. is top. Two is nose. Nose. Three is mouth. mouth. Everyone do this with mouth. me also as this well. This is fun. Mouth. Three is mouth. Four are your ears. Ears. Five is your larynx. Larynx. Right. That that larynx is your is your throat. Uh-huh. Right. Your your voice box, but your throat. That's five. Six are your shoulders. Shoulders. Seven collar. Collar. Eight are your fingers. Fingers. Wiggle your fingers. Nine is your belly. Belly. And ten is your seat. 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 Right. Your 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 rear your butt. end. Right. So let's do this again. Everyone listening, all this. Let's do this also. One is top. Top. Two is nose. Nose. Three is your mouth. Mouth. Four are your ears. Five is your larynx. Larynx. Your throat larynx. area. Six are your shoulders. Seven is your collar. Uh, collar. Eight are your fingers. Nine is your stomach. Yep. Your belly. Belly. And then finally ten is your but seat. Ass. Right? Right. Now now watch this. Now let's say there are ten things you need to buy for your party. We're gonna take each one and really quickly put the ten foods on your ten places. Okay. Watch this. Just in your imagination, mm-hmm. not in reality, right? So uh, Lark calls you up saying, Hey, the first thing you need to get are um, these are all good for your brain. Okay. All right. So these are my top ten brain foods. Okay. Number one are avocados. Okay. So you put it on your first place. So what could you imagine? Avocado, like avocados in my head. Right. Everybody imagine making guacamole on the top of your head. Okay. Everybody do that. And you can't just listen to us doing it. You have to do it. Yeah. I'm us. like, okay, no, I pictured it. I'm driving yeah. and Lark's like avocados. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, talking, okay. I'm talking to our listeners. Here. Oh, listeners. So guacamole on the top of your head. Mm-hmm. Good. Second place on your body is, <laughs> is, is your what? Nose. Is your nose. And I want you to imagine the second brain food um, are uh, blueberries. So blueberries coming out of your what? Nose. Your nose. You're just blowing blueberries out of your nose. I call mm-hmm. them brain berries, but they're really good for you. But you see it, you feel it, and you smell it. The more senses you use, the more you're going to remember. Two is blueberries. All right, mm-hmm. everyone do that. Third place is your what? Mouth. Mouth. I want you to imagine a big stalk of broccoli. Mm-hmm. Broccoli is good for your brain. So broccoli, a big, but not just you chewing broccoli, because that's you might have done that last night for like dinner. A big, like a broccoli. Right. right. Picture like that now. The fourth piece of stock of broccoli. <laughs> number four are your what? Ears. Ears. Coconut oil. Imagine coconut oil. Um, so it's good for your brain. Uh-huh. Um, cleaning your ears with coconut oil. Mm-hmm. Or coconuts coming Coconut's out of your- good for everything. Yeah. Coconuts coming out of your, your ears. Okay. All right. Number five is your what? I can't hear you. There's a coconut in my ear. Your larynx. Larynx. Your throat. And I want you to imagine eggs. So eggs are really good for your brain. Uh, if your diet allows, you're eating eggs, okay. you have your omegas and everything. So instead of an Adam's apple, imagine you have an egg there instead. I got it. All right, eggs. Maybe it's scrambled or it's sunny side up, whatever. Eggs in your, in your I just throat. Pick it, yeah. All right, we're halfway Adam's through, by apple, the way. Eggs, by okay. the way, we're halfway through. What was number one? Guacamole, avocado. Yeah, number, what was the second food? Blueberries. Very nice. What was the third? Um, a phallic stock of broccoli. Number four, what was it? Coconut oil. And number five? Um, eggs. Dude, that was awesome. I, dude, really. I'm... Okay, so let's, we're halfway through. We're not I, done yet. Six six on your body geez. is what? 
Uh, shoulders. Shoulders. I want you to imagine green leafy vegetables. So imagine collard greens, uh, mm-hmm. spinach, kale on your shoulders. Yeah, I pictured it's like a nice plume of leaves. Okay, so just yes, on my see it, feel it, everybody do the same thing. Great. <laughs> Number seven is your what? Your throat, chest. What did you say it was? You called Number your... seven is your, your collar, collar, right? Your collarbone. I want you to imagine uh, salmon. So that's the seventh brain food, salmon. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe, a, yeah, maybe a necklace made out of what? Salmon. Salmon. Wild salmon, good for your uh, brain. Yeah, right? pink I like, but the fishy. Yeah, but, but imagine necklace. the smell. I and smell, you, yeah. Yeah, yeah but see, the thing that. is, you don't have to repeat. Notice we're not repeating it over and over again. No, we're just we're saying just it once. I see it. Because we use your yeah, imagination. This is so cool. You got mm-hmm. it. That's seven. Eight are your what? Um, fingers. Fingers. Eighth brain food. This is, I just added this, is turmeric. I mean, you know what turmeric is? You mm-hmm. cook with turmeric. It's yep. like that that powder. It's what color yeah. is it? Like, it's brownish orange. Yeah, like oranges. Mm, orange. It gets all over your fingers. Uh-huh. Imagine Sticky, that. Kind of it's can. really good for your brain. I make like a like a turmeric tea every morning. Like it's like a like a golden milk with almond milk and turmeric. You put some pepper in it. It makes it very absorbable. It Yum. lowers inflammation in your body, and it's really good for your brain. So turmeric okay. all over your fingers. Uh-huh. Imagine you can't get it off of your fingers. No. All right, so that's eight. Number nine is your belly. What's and the ninth brain food are walnuts. Very good for your brain. So walnuts. By the way, notice certain certain foods actually look like the organ it's supporting. So like a walnut looks like what? Like your brain. Yeah, it does, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, um, right. mm-hmm. a carrot. If you cut a carrot in half and you look at it, what does it look like? It looks like the human human eye, right? So there's, there's a signature. That sign nature's really cool, right? A signature. It is. Like a sign of nature. Okay, yes. You know? Okay, so, so, so it's whatever, whatever the food, like an avocado. I get it. It's avocado. These are, oh, because oh, just overall, all these foods are good for you. Oh, yeah, well, in general. But I'm just saying there's certain foods that are really good for the organ. Like an avocado, it looks maybe like a, a female reproductive area. Like it's it actually really good for it also as well. So a cucumber could be good for, you know, your whatever. <laughs> right. So that's number, that's number nine, um, walnuts. So imagine walnuts coming out of your belly button. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that? Though? I can imagine. Now, here's that. the thing: if you just go, if you, people just say, "Oh yeah, uh, yeah," but if they don't no, picture really it, they're not gonna remember. It. So walnuts literally coming out of your belly button, and you're eating them like that. Yep. Okay. I got and it. And finally, number ten. What's the tenth part of your body? Your seat. If your you seat. Will. Your, but your I think end. It's your your butt. butt. Okay. Yeah. And I want you to imagine uh, dark chocolate. Mm. I don't even oh, want to know easy. it. I don't even want to know what people are picturing. Right. That's good. Whatever everyone's picturing. Everything go with on that. my seat coming out is brown. Got it. Okay. Got it. And that's dark chocolate, which you're is really good for your already. brain. Okay. That's what you're thinking is uh, dark okay. chocolate's really good for your brain. Basically, because it puts you in a good mood. Anything you know, it's good for your mood. It's good to yeah. be good for your good. True. Okay. Great. Now, you you arrived at a health food store, right? And Lark gave you this like these ten. Okay, but when I'm dry- watch this. Okay, you want me to do it? But okay. you can do this, right? I can do it. You, you do this. Now you're in you're in aisle one, and you don't even have your grocery list because even if you write your grocery list in triplicates, you probably left it back at home. I did. You How did. do you know? I so, do that now, all the time. Now you have your list right on no, your body, I, right? And so you're in aisle one, and you just what, what's the first thing you need to buy at the avocados. grocery store? Avocados. And everyone should be doing this with us. Number okay. number two is what's the second? Very nice. Brain berries, blueberries. Number three. What's the third thing you need for your party? Uh, a phallic stock of uh, uh, broccoli. Good memory. <laughs> Number four. Coconut oil. Ears. Coconut oil. Your ears. Number five. Um, what's what are you replacing? It's not an Adam's apple. Who oh, an that? egg. An egg. Egg. An egg. Very good. That's halfway through. Number six. Um, leafy greens. On good. Your shoulders. Green leafy veg. Yeah, on your right on your shoulders. Yeah. Number seven is your collar. What's on your collar? This weird salmon necklace. Salmon. Like yeah. Wild salmon. Very good. <laughs> no for one your wants brain. to talk to you when I wear that. Memory. Wow. Yeah. Number number eight. What's on? What's all? Turmeric. Fingers on your two. Wow, that's very good. Even faster than I could. <laughs> Number nine. I'm a quick learner. You are a quick but learner. But I just, oh, uh, yeah. that's, I didn't mean to steal your quick, whole brand. Quicklearning.com. K-W-I-K. But, <laughs> nine is your, is your what? I am a your stomach. Yeah. Your, and what's coming walnuts. out of it? Walnuts. Very good. And finally, number 10. Uh, your, your chocolate, your poop, uh, dark chocolate. Very good. Yeah. Nice, nice. Dude. Yeah. Nice. Okay. okay. I, this is amazing. But when you want to see something more amazing, watch this. Watch watch how amazing your brain is now. Um, because because honestly, how long would it take you to remember 10 things perfectly? But if Lark was like, avocados are like, wait, wait. No, no, it. oh, because it takes more time to say everything because, you right. know, no, we're doing true. what they're doing. But watch, watch how amazing your brain really is. Can you do it backwards? I could. Can you start with your bud and go backwards? Yeah, I could. All right, tell me. What's, okay. what's, what's, what's um, number 10? Dark chocolate, 
uh, dark walnut, chocolate, dark chocolate, and, walnuts, and, and walnuts, walnuts, turmeric. Very good. Yeah, salmon necklace, that weird necklace. Yes, that's, um, that's that's very that's very good. Then I've got leafy greens Green, on my leafy shoulders. Greens, very good. And I've got uh, eggs on my. Yes, uh, and she's yes, not. Eggs. You're not even writing this no, down. I'm not. There's like I've witnesses in the room. Everything. I've got coconut oil in my ears. Yes. Uh, 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 stock of broccoli. Uh huh. Um, blueberries and, and avocado. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's badass. But let me let me show you. Watch watch this. Um, do you remember the ten brain tips backwards? Do you remember like going back from all the way from, from the parking lot to that the bonsai trees? Can you I do could, that? Backwards? I could do what, that. What's on the bonsai? There was some disagreement okay. there. I do think let's, that let's your, do this. Let's try. I this. do think your receptionist going? was cleaning <laughs> okay. before the whiteboard. Because okay. but. So yes. let's start. Let's start with bonsai can we trees. Have some loose. Okay. Looseness here. Yeah. Um, let's let's see if we can remember this backwards. Okay. Uh, number ten is uh, is the bonsai tree. What's okay, the bonsai tree? Okay, that was um, uh, anxi- dealing with anxiety, managing stress. Yes, anxiety. stress management. And then number nine on the on the whiteboard. Uh, keep learning. Yeah, keep learning. Number eight was the door. Uh, the door was all my friends. No, that was a closet. The door. Good. Very yeah, good. I know. Very the closet. Good. My friends are in the closet. Um, the door was, oh, hitting my head against it, uh, bra- protecting my brain. Yeah. Protecting your brain. That's number eight. That's, that's your Ted talk on, you okay. know, like and number seven is right before that was what? I think it was that receptionist that never cleans. So she it, should be cleaning. No, it's right no. between the two. Oh, stepping over the brain foods in the hallway. No. Okay. Now you're not, you're just jumping everywhere. <laughs> okay. Wait. Well, right, right behind the recept, right? Oh, the dead fish. Yes. And what's so, Sleeping what, fish. Sleeping fish. Sleeping sleep. fish. Sleep is really important. Sleep is very important. I the and right fish. before the fish. Right before the fish was, um, the that would have been the receptionist. And she clean, was cleaning clean my environment. environment. So it's Good. very clean. And what was right before the clean environment? Mm, the elevator. Okay, jumping in the elevator. The friends in the closet. Yeah, the closet. friends in the closet. You're the closet right before because you're in the my closet, office. Closet, yeah. And that reminds you of positive friends. But and I love my friends supporting you do. me. So do They're I. Such good people. They are really good people. I wish I didn't only have sex toys in this closet. Mm. I wish my friends were always in this closet. Maybe that's why they're so happy. That's so true. Right before that, you have the hallway. I have the hallway, and that's where I'm jumping over all my brain supplements. Okay, brain vitamins. Brain good. Vitamins. And then right before the hallway was what? The elevator. Elevator. And what do you do in the elevator? Exercising. Exercise. That's that's number that's number three. Before the elevator was parking what? Lot? Was I in the, the parking lot? It oh was, no no the bridge. The bridge. I'm stamping oh. out those goddamn ants. Damn ants. That have been plaguing me my entire goddamn mm. life. Uh, automatic, those automatic negative, negative thoughts. thoughts. Stamping those. Yes. Nice. Done. They're and what dead. Was, and what was they're right dead be, to me. They are. And I dead hope to they're you. dead to you and everyone they, who works they, for you. They are. And the right. Including be, the fish. It, they are. And but then, I hope they're not dead. Just right. sleeping. The fish. Just just sleeping like the yeah. fish. Sleeping with the fishes. So the then then the number one the first place right before the the bridge is what. Avocados. You're actually right. Is the good brain is all the. The brain Healthy foods. food, right, yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> that was so That's very good. Okay. Okay. That's wow. This is a good time. So everybody could do this. You could use your body. You could use your office. You could use your home, and really create a list for anything. You know, our life. It's not about like the haves and haves not. It's really now more. You know, those who know and those who don't know. That's why I find this podcast so valuable. That's why mm-hmm. I find reading so valuable. You know, people committing themselves to constant education, lifelong right. learning. And we talked about how it adds years to your life and life to their years. Um, but it's so important to integrate every single day. It's true. And I'm never, I feel like I, you know, you're never done learning. There's a lot of limiting beliefs I have around, I think, my ability to focus and to learn and, and to read and, 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 and there's here, no time. And, but I, I, and I also know that I can do anything, yeah, right? Yeah, and just so it's notice like what you just did. Like, remember, yeah. like, like, if I told you before we started this conversation that you would be able to memorize a grocery list forwards and backwards after hearing it once or memorize like a TED Talk, like 10, you know, talking points. I don't on, get like, how I'm going to do this with my TED Talk because that seems like that's so many more. I'll have to practice it enough. Yeah, literally going through and coming up with 10 or 15 talking points and turning each one into a picture. Like even when you had your to-dos, like mm-hmm. remember when you, when, remember you're telling that story, you know, like earlier about all the things that you want to be able yeah. to do and you want to get a bikini uh-huh. wax yeah. and you want to be able to get the cake, get the cake you know, and then also Charlotte. Charlotte. Yep. But imagine that you just, imagine you just using your body. Imagine, imagine literally bikinis on mm. your what? On your <laughs> on the top of your yeah. head, right? Or cake being smashed on your nose mm-hmm. or Charlotte, you know. But this also my, takes time. I would have had to stop. I but you know what think takes time? It. You know what takes time is like rehearsing up things with your over and over again. Cake. <laughs> right. Repeating things 50 times to yourself yeah. or forgetting where you put things or forgetting a name. Like, so, you know, the bad news is it takes a little bit of effort, but the good news is not as much as people think, you know. And so there's no magic pill, like no, ma- no magic memory pill, but there's a magic 
process. Right. And that's what we're doing is we're taking just like with what you do with with love and communication and sex and relationships, you turn it into a process. Right. So it's not like, oh, I hope I have romance or I hope I have an no, orgasm. You gotta make or I hope I have the best version of yourself. Right. And you, you turn into steps. a process. So people don't have to feel bad if they're not in if they're not getting a result in their body or in their relationship because it becomes a recipe. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're here to do. And when you're talking about even the negative self-talk, you know, I believe our life is like an egg. That if an egg is broken by an outside force, life ends. Mm -hmm. But if it's broken by an inside force, life begins. And all great things begin on the inside. And I believe everyone who's listening to this, you have greatness inside of you, you have genius inside of you, and now is the time to let it out. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Jim Quick. Thank you for teaching. Thank you for all of this. This is amazing. Very inspired by you and by everything you have to say. So everyone should check out Jim Quick. Jim Quick, K-W-I-K. Check out your podcast. Um, take some of your courses, all your things. No, I mean, honestly, if everyone just like the best way of people doing this is uh, what I would love right now is everyone goes on social media, take a screenshot of this episode, post it on social media, tag Emily, tag myself, <laughs> and tag your big. Actually, share with us your big aha. Yeah, that would yeah, be actually get, huge. I feel like because my whole set, I have like, like I six love, people sitting in the room right now, and I feel like everyone's really moved by this. So I, I'm saying like that's why I take a screenshot of this episode, share it on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Tag us both and nice. and. Post Post your big takeaway. Remember I talked about one of the keys to learning faster is teaching. When you teach something, you get to learn it twice. Share it on social media. Share your big aha. And then, or your big question, because that's- Yeah, we'll answer it. That's good. You're, you're so very, good. Because I think questions are the answer. So I'd be curious, like, what did you, what was your big, like, you know, kind of your big quickening? Right. <laughs> um, like, what just like, what was, what activated your orgasmic brain of you? <laughs> and, you know, what really like, because that really, like, if you're going to stimulate any part of someone's body, like, I would start with the brain. <laughs> Um, but so brain is the largest sex organ and the brain has to be healthy. It is the yeah, way we but think. But it doesn't come with an owner's manual. No, nothing not, comes it, with an owner's manual. And it's manual. not user friendly. So no. I hope that this kind of gave some people some perspective. It, it so. does give perspective because I think a lot of us have so many limiting beliefs about what's possible for us. And I yeah. think that the way you teach and the way you talk and the way you, you continue to learn yourself just really inspires people to realize the life and the brain they're living in and the way they've and experienced and stuff is not how they have to Exactly. If people got some a little bit of growth here, just focus on that because how you do anything is how you do everything. And success breeds success. And really when it comes down to it, if you if you really want to be fulfilled, it just comes down for me, it comes down to two things. What I love about the show is you help people really understand themselves, understand their body, understand their mind, understand the relationship. Because you need to have the courage to know yourself. And most people don't have the courage to do that. So if you're listening to this still, you know, <laughs> we applaud you because you, you're doing, you're going deep, right? And so have to have the courage to know yourself. But then also once you know yourself, you know, you need the, you know, you need the courage also to be yourself. It's true. Right. So you have the curiosity to know yourself and the courage to be that person. And then remember the life you live are the lessons that you teach. So yeah, I would love to continue this more in another yeah, conversation. And and then just search my name on your uh, your phone's podcast app and uh, just enjoy Jim those. Quick. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll all do it. I, lo I love your podcast. They're perfect for me because they're short, 10, and you get so much. They're so good, Jim. Thank you, Jim, for being here. This is really helpful. I can't wait to hear what everyone hey. thinks of this episode. Yeah, I love when y'all follow us on social media. For me, it's all at Sex with Emily across the board, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those things, and you're at Jim Quick. Jim Quick, K-W-I-K. That's got it. Okay, thanks, everyone. Thanks, Jim. The other day, my friends at Adam and Eve called to ask me if I wanted to give away free vibrators to my audience. I said no. I'm kidding. Of course I said yes, but only for a very limited time when you use code EMILY at adamandeve.com. They're going to send you a free pocket rocket with your order. Pocket rockets are great little vibrators. They're perfect for clitoral stimulation alone or with a partner. They're super easy to use and compact enough to stash anywhere. Oh, on top of the free pocket rocket, Adam and Eve will also chop 50% off the price of almost any single item and ship the whole order for free. To get in on this deal, just go to adamandeve.com and enter code EMILY at checkout. I suggest you do it before they realize just how many of you are out there.